The Walk for Warmth is coming up. Sponsored by the folks at the Wyndham Area Interfaith Ministry, WAME. And I've got three people to tell the story this morning. Victoria Nemirowski, Executive Director of WAME. Merle Pochinski, Human Services and Partners and Independence Manager with WAME. And also Christian Fortier, who's pretty much the lead planner of this event. Ladies, good morning. Thanks for joining me. Victoria, let me start with you. For the uninitiated, tell them what the Walk for Warmth is all about. Good morning, Wayne. Um, Well, the Walk for Warmth, this is our 30th year, and it's all about raising funds for uh, energy assistance, and this year we're also sharing those funds with our rental assistance program. Um, It's about the community coming together to help their neighbors out when times are tough and they're struggling to make ends meet. Basically, um, our program funds gives funds to folks who are not eligible for funding anywhere else or who have exhausted the funds that they need for either rental or energy assistance. So we help, we help them keep a roof over their heads, keep the lights on, and keep the heater going. Kristen, you be the lead planner of this event. How does it work, and what time does it step off? So it's going to be happening this upcoming weekend on Sunday, November 20th, and it kicks off at, well, registration begins at 1230, and the walk, uh, we start um, an interfaith service happens at 130 over at St. Mary's uh, Church in Willimantic on Valley Street, and registration actually is taking place at the school next door at St. Mary St. Joseph School at 12:30, and then we go directly after that over to the church for thanks interfaith service, and um, that's being uh, coordinated by a number of different churches mm-hmm. in our area. Uh, one of the lead churches is um, the Columbia, the Columbia Congregational Church, and uh, in com- in partnership with uh, St. Mary's, of course. And then after that, at 2.15, we begin our walk and do a two-mile walk around Willimantic, um, carrying our banners and encouraging people to uh, pledge more money and donate. And then we round back out to the, the school and have some refreshments and end our day. Carl, you're hands-on regarding the WAME clients' needs, especially during this season when energy costs are probably higher than they've ever been before. Have you already sensed an increased demand for people that need help meeting their heating costs? Yeah. Um, in fact, yesterday I helped an elderly couple who maxed out on their state funds uh, remember, uh, Victoria said there's um, when they uh, deplete what what other opportunities there are for energy systems that will come to WAME, they maxed out their their energy funds from the state and could still not fill or not even get 100 gallons, I should say, of kerosene. It was over $1,000 just for 100 gallons of kerosene. Um, so they, they came to us. Um, and said, please, could you help us with that differential? And, um, of course, we were able to coordinate with Access Agency um, and were able to do that. So, um, you know, that was, that's just a significant price tag and an example of the hardships that, um, that folks are confronting right now. And um, kerosene is particularly a challenge, um, but oil prices too, um, you know, 6 $7 a gallon um, and for 100, just 100 gallons of oil, it's not going to get you through the winter. 
um, it's a it's pretty much um, very very much a hardship, I should say. Merle, how do people qualify for this assistance? At at at, uh, at Weem. Yes. Yeah. So um, we do ask that they first um, uh, get uh, assistance through. It, uh, hopefully, they'll uh, qualify for assistance at access agent uh, at access agencies, and those are the state funds. Um, and then they will, you know, then they can call us if they uh, run low or, um, you know, as in the previous example, um, run, run short of funds, they can come um, to us. And um, it, we uh, base this on an income-eligible um, factor that the state provides. Um, and we can be flexible, but we really very much want to help um, whoever comes to us in need. So um, the eligibility is fairly loose. Let's go back to Kristen Fortier, and Kristen, tell me about the actual event. It's a two-mile walk. What's the route it takes? Well, it begins uh, right at St. Mary St. Joseph School, and it um, heads down by the Jilson Green and crosses the Frog Bridge. Oh, I'm sorry, not the Frog Bridge. It goes down to the Flower Bridge. Garden on the Bridge. Thank you. Garden on the Bridge, and then up to... Um, Route 32 is at Pleasant Pleasant yeah. Street, and then we continue all the way down to Bridge Street and come up back to Main Street and head right back to St. Uh, to St. Mary's and Jilson. And even though the weather forecast at this point looks good, does this event go on, rain or shine? It is rain or shine, yeah. I've seen, uh, it's actually my first time doing the walk myself. I've been with Wayne for two years, and um the I've seen lots and lots of pictures of very happy faces, uh, and so I know that people are people turn out uh, regardless of the weather. And uh, I think people are really pleased to take part in this event because it's so meaningful, and um, so it's very warm, warmly received, even in the rain. Let me bring Victoria Nemirowski back again. Your fundraising goal this year is thirty thousand dollars. How does that compare to recent years, and how exactly? Do people help you reach that goal? We've been around $30,000 for the last few years, and we didn't want to change it this year because it's our 30th anniversary. But, of course, we would always love to bring in more than our goal. And the way that people can support us is a lot of different ways. Um, you can go on our website. The, our website has links to if you would like to actually register in the walk online. Um, you would be linked to Run Reg, and then you would pay a $25 registration fee. And then you could also raise money or sponsorships from your friends and family um, to help with the cause. If you don't feel like walking, you can always support someone who is walking, and you can do that through Pledge Reg or, again, go through our website, and there will be a link right there. <clears throat> and finally, Wayne always accepts checks, or you can always donate to us through PayPal, which is also on our web. So there's a lot of different ways that you can support us. Um, basically, we're just trying to raise as much money as we possibly can because we know that this is going to be. I've been here, Wayne, now for about 18 years, and I really think that this is going to be the most challenging winter that we've had yet between um, – just between the recession or that the near recession that's going on, the cost of everything going up, um, rent and utilities, it's going to be a very, very challenging year for folks. It's already turning out to be.
By the way, I like that idea about this being the 30th year for the Walk for Warmth. So you're keeping that fundraising goal at $30,000, the 30 and the 30. That's pretty good. The website that Victoria referred to is WAMCT, all one word, W-A-I-M-C-T dot org. And I noticed that uh, one of those sites to register on is RunReg.com, R-U-N-R-E-G dot com. You ever get cases in the walk for warmth where it becomes a run for warmth that some of the people do the two miles and they jog and or run it, not necessarily walk? Certainly not me, but um, you can walk it or run it. Um, I don't know. I don't know of anyone who's actually run it. It's a real group experience. I think people like walking together and chatting and catching up with each other, and it's just it's really more of a group experience than an individual, you know, um, exercise experience. And I guess there's kind of two ways to do this. Number one, walk, a.k.a. raise money to walk as an individual, but it's more fun, I think, for most participants if they walk as a group, whether it be as a family or friends or co-workers. But it works both ways, doesn't it, Victoria? Absolutely, absolutely. We've got a small group here from Wayne. Um, we have a, a group from QVCC this year that's really bringing in some um, ex- they're raising a lot of pledges. Many of our uh, member churches and synagogues definitely have teams. We know that Temple B'nai is doing a great job in gathering walkers and getting some pledges. So, um, And it gets a little competitive, too. So at the end, after all the money's counted, we actually give away trophies to the largest. To We have a lot of different sized faith communities that are members of Wayne. So it wouldn't be fair to just give out one trophy to the faith communities, because, you know, we have the parish at St. Joseph's and St. Mary's, Corpus Christi, that's a huge parish, and then we have the Temple Benet, which is a very small faith community. So we give out um, awards based on the size of the faith communities, um, who raises the most money, and we also give out awards to schools and school groups who raise the most money. Um, so, again, it's like I think we do high schools and middle schools. Kristen Fortier, is there a registration deadline? Because I'm seeing on the website here it says that you can do it on the day, this Sunday, from 1230 until 215. So it sounds like you can do it right up to the time that the walk begins. You got it right, Wayne. That's exactly the case. They register right up until. And uh, if, they don't, if they didn't get to register online, they can walk in and register with us. We'll have tables ready uh, to greet people. And um, they can donate... Everyone can donate up until November 30th. So even though the, the event will have passed, people can still um, go online and um, send money our way towards that fund. Merle Pachinski, hands-on regarding the WAME client's needs. And tell me more about that. In fact, I've got a number here since July 1. WAME has helped 80 families stay housed, another 73 families with energy assistance. So just tell me more about how that whole process works and how really you've probably have been able to keep people in housing and pay for their, well, in this case, uh, heating bills because of events like this. Yeah, um, I mean, we very much depend on these uh, these funds. Um, you know, we've been, as you've probably noted from conversations with Victoria previously, um, we've noted um, probably a record number of, of evictions, people um, getting notices to quit, and we very much, you know, want to want to keep people housed. I mean, things become, you know, it's it's kind of a domino effect. Uh, once 
once you're not housed, you know, every, you know, your whole life really, I mean, just imagine, just, just falls apart. You have children, perhaps. Um, the school systems, where are you going to stay? Do you have a friend? I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a, a terrible um, crisis. So we very much want to keep people housed, um, and we are, you know, doing what we can. We're, we're helping with some back rent. We're, we're um, coaching our um, clients to work with their um, landlords uh, to, to see about, you know, maybe making some kind of payment arrangements, and we'll talk with the landlord, you know, to advocate. Um, and it, it's, a, it's a process, um, but we very much want to um, make sure people stay stably housed um, so that they can keep the rest of their lives um, manageable. And, Victoria, for someone who's been involved in this for 18 years, can you kind of sum up what the Walk for Warmth is like? It's almost like a party atmosphere, isn't it? It definitely is. As I said before, it's it's just, you know, people from the community getting together to do something good for their neighbors in the community. I think all of us deep in our hearts want to do something. We want to do the best that we can, and this is a great opportunity to do that. So we have a beautiful Thanksgiving service that kicks off the walk where we all are, and it's an interfaith service, so it's it really, you know, reminds us of everything that we have to be grateful for. Then uh, we go off to the walk, exercise a little bit, get the blood going, and then come back and uh, have some refreshments and some camaraderie with folks who are like-minded. So it's really, and children, there's a lot of children there. At the service this year, we're going to have the bell choir from Columbia Congregational Church along with um, some faith community leaders from various faiths um, in in the area. So it's you know it really is a thing about people coming together and doing good for their neighbors, and that's the bottom line. Thirtieth year of the Walk for Warmth, and their fundraising goal is thirty thousand dollars, and a hundred percent of the proceeds go directly to assist clients. Weather looks good for Sunday's Walk for Warmth, which steps off a little after 2 o'clock or so. Information at wamect.org, or you can register to walk by going directly to runreg.com, R-U-N-R-E-G.com. And when you get there, you search for Walk for Warmth 30th Anniversary. And you can also make a donation to the Walk for Warmth funding for WAME through the WAME website. Ladies, great job. Weather looks good with sunshine and maybe 42 degrees on Sunday. Hope you get your $30,000 and then some. Thank you so Thank much, you. Wayne. Thanks, Wayne. Thank you. Victoria Nemirowski, Executive Director of the Windermere Interfaith Ministry, along with Merle Pochinski, who is a case manager, and Kristen Fortier, volunteer and administrative coordinator and the lead planner for the 30th Walk for Warmth coming up this Sunday afternoon in Romantic Willimantic. <laughs> 